0: Welcome to Lombardi's Legends Podcast. It's Dane. I'm here with Wags. Uh, Wags. I don't even want to think about last week. I'm looking ahead. We've got the Houston Texans uh, coming up this weekend, and um, you know they're a they're a team that's one in five, but can do some things. So let's just break this game down because uh, this is a game that I think the Packers need to win, and I think this is a game the Packers should win.
1: Yeah, um and certainly you look at their record and you think, uh, that's certainly the case. And I, I don't disagree with you, uh, first of all. Uh, but, uh, this is also a Houston team that's played a pretty brutal schedule. So we don't want to take them lightly in any event. And, uh, Romeo Cornell, certainly not someone that's had that much success as a head coach in this league. Uh, but, uh, he's a, a good defensive coach and, uh, I expect that you'll have this Houston Texans team ready to go this week uh, as they're going to be desperate to to get some wins and put put a string of victories together and see if they can get back in this thing. Uh so I I think the Packers certainly uh, will be mentally ready to go more so than they were last week. I I think that was one takeaway that we can definitely go back to, but um but I agree. Uh it's just going to be a game that the Packers on paper, I think, really when you look at the matchups, should have some advantages. So we can just agree on that right off the top. So Dane, uh, why don't we just dive right into it? As you said, um, uh,
0: should we talk about some of the injuries first? And, and yeah, I mean, it? I yeah, I think so, Eggs. I mean, that's like front news as far as I'm concerned. Some of these injuries, uh, particularly, I think David Bakhtiari, left tackle, went down with the chest injury. Um, it's looking less and less likely. We're Thursday as we're recording this, and uh, he did not practice again today. So, I mean, Wags, let's talk about the big dog right away. Without David Bakhtiari, that really uh, potentially changes the outlook of this entire offensive line.
1: Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what they're going to do. Uh, Coach Lafleur was asked some questions in both his uh, Wednesday press conference and again today, And he basically said, well, yeah, we're looking at it. If David can't go, I guess you'll see it come game time. (laughs) So uh, he's definitely not going to show his card. So it's really anyone's guess as to exactly what they're going to do. I thought that Ricky Wagner stepped in. That's a tough situation for a guy that's been more of a right tackle his whole career to step in, in in the middle of a game and line up on the left side. Struggled a little bit uh, in that uh, uh, responsibility, um, as did really the whole offense. I, I, I don't want to single Ricky out, but um, it'll be interesting to see from a continuity standpoint if you can plug Ricky in at left tackle. If he's a, if they feel like he's the best guy to to man that spot for this week, if, if David can't play, and, and you're right, it looks like that's trending that way. At least you can keep everyone else in their same position. So right. that's the advantage. Um, and so I, I think they're probably going to look look long and hard at, at Ricky Wagner at left tackle in, in practice this week for that very reason. But at the end of the day, you're going to put your best option out there, even if they do need to move
0: some guys around. Yeah, I, and I wonder, Wags, um, the guy who I actually think potentially can also move that way is uh, Billy Turner. Uh, He's got some experience at the left side in the NFL, so I could see that as well with Rick Wagner then sliding over to right tackle. I mean, it's not ideal, right, to start shaking up multiple positions along the offensive line, but, um, you know, if Rick Wagner looks a little, um, how do I say, heavy-footed at the left tackle position as a right tackle, um, you know, that could cause some concerns anyway, even if there's continuity along the rest of the offensive line. So just something to really keep an eye on, right, as we look uh trending towards this Sunday game. And that's something that we really want to keep an eye on because Wags, I mean, there's, there's five to seven guys on this roster that you just don't want to play football games without. And David Bakhtiari is, is definitely in that top tier.
1: Yeah, and the, the good news is, is that, They've got a whole week to prepare for this, so
0: yeah.
1: um, there's some things that they can do. It looks like Mercedes Lewis uh, is is someone that um, will be ready to go this week. Um, certainly, I think we can move uh, Jamal Williams a- around a little bit. He he missed a couple of his assignments and pass and coverage last week. Um, disappointing. I. I I called him out as an X-factor for that very reason uh, going into the game, and, and he just didn't have his best game either. Uh, let's be honest. I, I don't want to talk a, lot, a whole lot about last week uh, as well, uh, but I, I I guess I'm kind of going back to the fact that we, we've got some guys that can help out um, whoever is going to be over there. I think another guy to potentially uh, look at as a dark horse to move uh, over into that spot is Elton Jenkins. We saw him already – take a, a start at right tackle uh when billy turner was out so you know that would be an interesting development to have uh elton jenkins move out there i i don't think that's the most likely uh option but i i wouldn't be shocked if, if he's someone that might slide out and, and uh fill fill in there i mean heck lane taylor a few years back <laughs> started a game at left tackle uh so i certainly think elton jenkins more than capable of it as well um he might be our most talented offensive lineman left right now and just from that standpoint perhaps that's
0: the reason why the coaching staff would put him out there too yeah uh complicating a couple things here mentioning mercedes lewis uh Hopefully, he's getting better. Uh, he was a limited participant on Wednesday, did not practice today, so something that we're definitely keeping an eye on. He was battling through a lot of knee injuries last week, and then creeping up on the injury report, sticking with the offensive line wags, Corey Lindsley becomes a limited participant in practice here today, uh, having some back issues. He had a lot of back issues uh, dating back to uh, last season, the second half of the season, so... Um, if he's unable to go for some reason and is unable to go, um, I got to think that we're going to be seeing a lot of Lucas Patrick and, and potentially Runyon as well. John Runyon Jr. Uh, could be another guy that's sliding in there. But um, Wags, I mean, we're no stranger to playing some musical chairs this season with the offensive line. I think that's why the Packers like to draft guys that are flexible and that are versatile, don't like to test this depth all the time. But in limited time this year, I think Lucas Patrick and John Runyon Jr. have played really nice football. Um, So we certainly don't want to see us pressing our luck there. uh, But we do have some guys that I think can step up the challenge, hopefully for a short period of time. But if this becomes a longer term issue, that's something that we're definitely going to have some concerns with.
1: Yeah, I, I'm not terribly concerned about Corey Lindsley. I would, I prefer that he's not out, uh, with a back. Uh, yes, but I, I, coach LaFleur even mentioned a couple of times they're going lighter in practice this week because they're a little banged up. Corey's uh, a veteran. I mean, same with Mercedes. I think they're just giving these guys a little bit extra rest this week. Um, at least I'm going with that until I hear otherwise. So, um, you know, <laughs> you've always got to have some concern, but I think it's one of those things where they definitely want to keep these guys as fresh as possible uh for Sunday's game. And uh, so I, I think it's, if I had to guess, I, I think it's probably more likely that they're just playing on the safe side. Um And I'd be pretty surprised if Corey least not, not ready to go um and uh, out there
0: on Sunday. Yeah, I'm into it. I mean, otherwise injury front, uh, good news, Kevin King, limited participant. So that's, Exciting to see after we we certainly missed him last week. And um, and also keeping an eye there on Robert Tunyon, who uh, was pretty banged up uh, last week, had that ankle injury, was able to come back in, but uh, did not practice the last couple of days. So, again, uh, as you mentioned, you know, maybe a little lighter this week. And, of course, Darnell Savage, safety as well, did not practice the last couple of days. So some, some known entities, some guys that are names, uh, on this roster right now, not practicing for a couple days back-to-back. Um, we'll see. Tomorrow will be very telling, I think, Wags, uh, in the injury report, if we can get some of these guys back to limited participant, uh, If they are, I think then they're starting to trend like they'll be playing on Sunday. Yeah, and other
1: good news, Kevin King was a limited p- participant the last couple of days. Yeah. Um, so that doesn't necessarily mean he's going to play. Remember, both Devontae uh, and um uh, Kenny Clark got some limited work in uh, for a couple of weeks before they are actually active on Sunday. Uh, but obviously encouraging that he's out there on the practice field. Uh, and Kamal Martin might be ready to go this week. So don't be surprised if the Packers activate Kamal Martin uh, ahead of this game. We'll see how the rest of the week goes here. Uh, practice tomorrow and then uh, kind of a light, uh, some light work here Saturday morning. Uh, if he looks like he's on track, uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see him get activated uh, on Saturday, and he might even be right in there to start uh, on Sunday. So we'll talk more about that uh, when we get to the defensive side. But um, Coach Patton almost, almost, I think, couldn't contain some excitement when he was asked about whether Kamal Martin might be able to get an opportunity, given what Chris mm-hmm. Barnes has done out there. And he wasn't even given the option in the question unsolicited. He said, <laughs> well, they could be out there together. So uh, that, that tells me that I think Coach Patton's chomping on the bit uh, to get uh, Kamal Martin back out on the
0: field. I mean, aren't you excited about that? I mean, you and I are dialed into this team. We're, you know, we're nervous during the games, but there's a purist in me just that likes the game of football that wants to watch these guys just thump the opposing offense. And I I just, I see a scenario where those two guys start feeding off each other. Um, I just, I really like what Kamal was able to do in the, in the preseason. Uh, There's a lot of hype out of camp. You and I Badger fans as well saw him at Minnesota um, just, I'm excited to see what this young man can do in pads, uh, on Sundays, because I think the Packers may have found somebody much like we found Chris Barnes. Uh, I think that Kamal Martin uh, just has that spark and may have that football presence. So I'm just, I'm so excited. I hope this is the week that he comes back and that we can stifle this Texans run game and make them pass the ball.
1: Yeah. And then I think the other injury that we still have to continue to keep an eye on is Tyler Irvin. Um, we, talk, we saw last week uh, some of the motions uh, just maybe didn't get respected quite as much uh, by the Buccaneers' defense. I don't know. Uh, the, I certainly expect that uh, Packers' offensive coaching staff will make some adjustments uh, if Tyler Irvin is unable to go. He didn't practice uh, so far this week, so um, not tracking it's like he's going to be out there. So that has both a special teams impact. Uh, and an offensive impact with the number of snaps that he gets and, and some of the jet sweep uh, motion looks that he can throw at a defense. Um, certainly, uh, he's not, you know, your go-to target on offensive side of the ball, but obviously he's someone that defensive has had to account for. And from a rhythm standpoint, it's, it's pretty important uh, that this Packers offense uh, finds some different ways to get some of those looks
0: um, if Tyler Irvin is unable to go. Yeah, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. I, um, they're going to have to be creative. I mean, this Texans defense lags, and I want to kind of look at what they do up there. Um, I mean, I think that everybody in Wisconsin knows, in, in the country, knows J.J. Watt uh, on on the line, so he can absolutely wreak havoc. Um, but they've got some other guys on this defense. Uh, I look at Zach Cunningham as a kind of a tackle machine. Uh, there as well but they're also a team that while they have some individual talent on the defensive side they've been getting gutted on the ground and Wags that's music to my ears right I, I kind of look at uh, doing my scouting for this team and I really think the Packers ground game can take advantage uh, uh, this week even if we are missing David Bakhtiari I think that the strength of some of our backups on the offensive line or our, our second uh, string guys is the run game. So um, curious your thoughts. Do you think that this is a week where maybe we just go back to ground and pound football? We had a tough go of it last week, but this week going in, is, is this a week where Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams just take off and, and, and really dominate the game and we control the line of scrimmage and we control the, uh, the, the game clock? Yeah. I I don't know ultimately how that bears
1: out in terms of, the splits, uh, running versus throwing, uh, as well as, you know, th- what you end up with yardage-wise, et cetera. Uh, that being said, they do need to get this run game going. Uh, that clearly threw their rhythm off last week. Yeah. Uh, and then the Buccaneers, they tilted the field. Things got turned around in their favor, and they were just able to attack. And that was something that we talked about going into this ga- that game we can't fall behind and get in a position where that running game is not respected by the opposing defense because they will attack you, attack you, attack you. And the Texans I don't think have the same level of talent uh that the Buccaneers did either up front and certainly not uh, at the linebacker position, um, mm-hmm. but uh they can still hurt you, as you said. Uh, so um it's going to be incumbent because – if this Texans defense that has struggled against the run is able to keep that in check, uh, that would not be a positive development for this offense. That would make things a little bit more challenging, perhaps. Um, but this Texans defense also, I think, uh, has had quite a bit of turnover the last couple of years. Um, they had a bunch of just, uh, quality veteran and talented players that are no longer part of this team. Um, I I think honestly, uh, I would have a hard time um, really knowing a lot about anyone aside from JJ Watt on this defense. Mm -hmm. Um, So I don't think uh, there's going to be, you know, and not to slight any of these guys on the defensive side, but uh, to go back and answer your question. Yes. The Packers need to get that run game going against uh, this Texans defense. uh, And, uh, that will open things right back up for the rest of what they're trying to do in the play action. Uh, and uh, I'm more confident than ever that Aaron Rodgers is going to strike on at least one deep ball this week. I, I think mm-hmm. <laughs> if there's one thing I know about Aaron is uh, when he uh, when he gets a little bit pissed, uh, you can expect <laughs> him to be ready to go. So um, if they can strike on a deep ball and they can get the run game going, um, I think we're going to see uh, a Packers offense doing a lot more of what they were doing the first four weeks uh, than what they did last
0: week against the Buccaneers. Wags, I mean, it doesn't help when you face Derrick Henry. There's no doubt about that, especially when you face them and you go to overtime. Um, but uh, the, the Texans right now, they're allowing over 30 points a game uh, and they actually have uh, the league worst run defense. Um, So, I I mean, that's what's really telling to me. I actually was reading an article from the Houston Chronicle, and and the headline was, how did the Texans defense get so bad? (laughs) Um, That excites me as a Packers fan, no doubt about it. Um, Bill O'Brien became a GM. (laughs) 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 Sorry to interrupt,
1: (laughs) but no, (laughs) I mean... Yeah, uh, it's a it's a train wreck, no doubt about it. Um, yeah, what
0: does it tell you when they promote the defensive coordinator to be the head coach and the defense is playing poorly, right? I mean, there's a lot of dysfunction going on there in Houston. Uh, and and to your point, you're talking about, you know, we obviously know who Watt is, but the rest of the guys, Wags, looking up and down it, I had to do a little digging to, to get a sense of who a lot of these guys were. They're just not name-recognized uh, guys, even us that vehemently watch football, um, I couldn't tell you some of these guys are,
1: yeah, I'm right there with you and and again, um, I know that we're supposed to be bringing some insights into this defense and what they're trying to do, uh, but I think it's really about what the Packers offense does uh, and you could have said the same thing about the Bucks game last week, um taking nothing away from what the Buccaneers did um it was to me, it was more about. The, what the Packers offense didn't do. Uh, they just didn't execute up to their normal standards. Uh, so if they can just get back to doing that, and now they're p- facing a, a defense that's looked pretty darn porous, um, mix that with what we were doing in the first four weeks. I, I just really, I, I'm going back to the, our matchup against the Falcons uh, before the bye. I said, I don't think that this Falcons defense can do anything to stop the Packers offense. The Packers offense is the only ones that can stop themselves. And I really get that same feeling this week against the Texans.
0: Oh, I I, I completely agree. I really do with you. Um Let's talk about Devontae Adams for a minute. Um, you know, a couple interceptions from Rodgers went his way. Um, kind of some weird bounces, I thought, uh, particularly on the second one. Um, but uh, do you think that we see vintage Devontae Adams uh, this coming week? I mean, we've talked about it. The Packers have been flat at times coming out of the bye. They were last season as well. Um, and the offense has struggled a little bit getting Devontae back uh, when he becomes healthy, at least last season. Um, do you think that we can mix Devontae in and still kind of keep that spark that we had while he wasn't in the offense? Because I think this offense still has the ability. I mean, one week does not make a season, Wags, but we were trending a really solid way prior to this. Um, so do you think Devontae Adams can bounce back? We talk about the run game. We talk about taking advantage of a weak Texans defense. But, you know, the the more that they go up in the box trying to stop the run, Uh, You said going deep with Aaron Rodgers, but do you think that Devontae Adams has the opportunity to just gash these guys for some of those classic Adams 20, 30 yard catches? Yes. um, It all goes together.
1: You you know, you get the run game going, you connect deep, that opens everything up. And Devontae is capable of opening things up on his own uh, at at that uh, intermediate (laughs) level. Um, We talked last week before the game, Devontae, really does most of his work uh in like that 10 to 20 yard range and I you know so I yes I, I don't want to belabor it I expect Devontae Adams to
0: have a big game this week I, I really do mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay that's any anybody else on the Packers offensive side of the ball you talked about Tyler Uvin um and, and the loss that he's been are there any other keys uh, that you see, just overall, broadly speaking, that you think that the Packers are really going to be focusing in on this week against this defense. Yeah, I, I'm glad you asked that. I, I it may be stating the obvious. We talked
1: about getting the run game going. I think this was an Aaron Jones week. Um, last season, he had a, a couple games that were not his best, and inevitably, he seemed to bounce back and have a really good game uh, after those weeks that he did struggle a little bit. Uh, so he got six carries for six yards last week uh yes he got a touchdown so i guess if you're a fantasy owner and you had aaron jones on your team that was able to salvage uh, a pretty rough week i think that's probably since he's been a starter uh i think it's safe to say that's his worst game as a, a starting running back uh mm-hmm. as a pro so i think he's going to get going in a big way this week and i wouldn't be surprised if he's um you know, uh, kind of one of the primary stars on the offensive side of the ball this week uh, against the Texans. And look, um, not to jump over to the defense and the Houston Texans offense, but I will say, uh, that uh, this Packers offense might have to score quite a bit of points yes. this week because mm-hmm. Houston may be devoid of talent on the defensive side of the ball, uh, but they've got a whole lot of guys on the offensive side that can, can, uh, hurt you. Uh, no doubt about that. So, um, Dane, anyone else on the offensive side from your standpoint that you're looking at? I, I think, I think we basically covered it. It will be interesting to see, too. Um, if we can get the tight ends going again. I, I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's hard when you've got all these mouths to feed. We talk about getting the run game going. We talk about getting Devontae going. We talked about making it, uh, this a big week for Aaron Jones and Aaron Rodgers. Um, but, uh, certainly, uh, we've seen Aaron Rodgers is capable of spreading the ball around and uh, getting a, a lot of different guys involved. So um, I'm not sure if you feel like the tight ends might have some
0: involvement this week as well. I mean, it, uh, it comes down to is Tunyon going to be healthy? If he's not healthy and is not able to go, um, then, Wags, we're looking at some other guys down the roster a little bit, and that's where I think it could get really interesting. Um, I, I'm still waiting for kind of the Jace Sternberger um has arrived moment he had a nice uh, game against Atlanta but nothing you know earth shattering uh, i believe i believe it was Atlanta it might have been actually the week before um but you know does he mix in is he able to to do more there um that's a question mark but um legs i mean if if Toney's healthy or is able to go i'm really looking to see him build off of that huge monday night game I'd like to, he doesn't, listen, he doesn't need to have 98 yards and three touchdowns every week for this offense to be successful. I mean, shoot, it would, it doesn't hurt, uh, <laughs> but he doesn't need to. Um, yeah. but, but, you know, is he going to continue to be a focal point, right? Is he still going to be somebody, especially with Devontae Adams back, is he a guy who can help move the chains? We've talked about Alan Lazard. Uh, still out with that injury. Without him, we're still looking for guys that are going to be chain movers. Now, we haven't had those close games where it's the fourth quarter and we need that chain mover, but who's going to be that guy when we need that guy? We're looking for somebody to step up, and I'm hopeful Tunnion might be that safety security blanket that Aaron Rodgers hasn't really had a lot of in his career. Um, can he be that guy, that sure-handed guy? But legs, I mean, that, that's all contingent and dependent on if Tunyon is able to go on Sunday. So, um, you know, I hope that the tight ends continue to get their work in. And I've got an X factor when we're all done with this. But I think for now, um, that's really kind of my view of this offense is, I mean, it's going to be Aaron Jones. You're absolutely right. And uh, is Aaron Rodgers going to bounce back? I think he's going to. I think he's going to have a monster game this week. Yeah, yeah, I do too. Uh, And and we might see the
1: tight ends stay in to block a little bit more uh, if David Bakhtiari is out. So um, I think they could still get some work. If we get that run game going, you can get some quick play action, get them out in the flat. Um, But I wouldn't expect – a ton of work in the pass game for the tight end this week. Um, they might, they may be uh, both run and pass blocking a little bit more mm-hmm. uh, than they usually do uh, just to account for, for uh Bacchiard probably not going to be out there so um dave should we jump over to the defense uh for yes, the packers and the uh, texans offense very good so uh, what can you tell us scouting report um and i think it starts at quarterback for the time Yeah, they've, they've got a good one in deshaun watson so um what can the packers do to try to slow him down and uh what what is he going to be able to bring uh to this game and, and potentially exploit against this packers defense
0: yeah, Wags. I mean, it all starts and ends with Deshaun Watson on the offensive side of the ball. He is out. Uh DeAndre Hopkins, he no longer has his superstar wide receiver, Bill O'Brien. Thank you for that. I'm glad we don't have to face him uh right now. Uh but I think that Watson's the reason that no lead is safe uh against this uh this Houston Texans team. He can sling at legs. He's a big kid. He's got a great arm. I'm really high on him. I mean, just watch the tape with this guy, right? He's fun to watch. He's incredibly talented. He, he's, he's got quick decision-making. And, and unfortunately for him, um, I, I, he may have less talent around him offensively, I think, than, than some of these other superstar quarterbacks. But he's still got some guys that can gut you and that can eat you up. And, I mean, uh, I look at Watson, but uh, certainly David Johnson – um, maybe not the guy he was three, four seasons ago, uh, but Wags, he had a really nice opening night for them, uh, so he can still get the job done. And actually, his backup, Duke Johnson, uh, makes me a little nervous as well. Out of the backfield, he's a really smooth receiver. He's one of those guys that I can see, you know, giving the Packers defense some fits. We saw Orrin Burks last week have a heck of a lot of trouble, uh, trying to cover Gronk. I mean, with all due respect, I mean, you know, Gronk a lot of guys have had trouble with Gronk over the years, but maybe not this Gronk. So um that was a little concerning to see um obviously Duke's more of a running back, but same kind of idea with who's gonna be matching up with these running backs out of the backfield. Um I expect a heavy dose of Raven Green this week. I also expect a heavy dose of Will Redmond. Uh, this week, I think that they're going to mix those guys in to help out with coverage, both at the the tight end position, Darren Fells, but also Duke Johnson or David Johnson out of the backfield. So um, I look at Watson, but then I also look at his check down options and Watson can just chuck the ball. So, I mean, this is a, a week where the Packers defense, they're going to need to stay home. This is a week where the Packers defense is going to um, make sure that they are reading their keys, uh, that they're not blowing coverages. Because uh, one blowing coverage against Deshaun Watson, he doesn't miss his target very much, and he can kill you through the air. Absolutely. And I think it's one thing It's interesting you talk about, the weapons
1: he has around him. I don't th- think he has any top-tier blue-chip talent uh, uh, around him on this offense. You look at the wide receiver group. You talked about the running backs the wide receiver group, you know, Will Fuller when he's healthy, um, I think he could be a a solid number two wide receiver. Um, I I mean, he, he certainly is someone that has been very productive at times throughout his career. Um, And then after that, you've got, uh, Kenny Stills, Brandon Cooks and Randall Cobb, um, all names that I think most Packer fans are probably pretty familiar with. They've been around mm-hmm. the league for a while. Um, at this point in their respective careers, um, I would say that that's three probably number three wide receivers but they're all professionals
0: yeah. you know mm-hmm. so
1: they 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 know what they're doing out there they're they're gonna go out there and and you know you're gonna get a professional game from all three of those guys um and uh certainly i i don't think uh they quit did the best job of, of putting together a, a, a wide receiver group uh, that's but at the same time, any of them are capable of being productive. Uh, so you've got to be able to account for all of them. Uh, no doubt about that. And I know Kenny still hasn't gotten very many snaps. Uh, probably isn't, is involved in this offense is what he would like to be. But, um, it goes without saying that uh, although yeah, there's not a DeAndre Hopkins uh, on this Texans offense for Deshaun Watson to go to. Um, he's still got some guys, uh, and he can spread the ball around. And he's, like you said, he's got such a good arm. He, he can hurt you with his feet. Uh, so there's going to be a lot of things that this Packers defense are going to have to be ready for. Um, I think the number one thing uh, to look out for is, is this the week? That we can take advantage of some turnover opportunities. Mm-hmm. Um, and if they are, cause I know Coach Patton and the Packers defensive players are pretty darn sick of hearing about how they're not getting as many turnovers as last year. Um, maybe this is a week that we get some turnovers in bunches. I, I, I know we can't count on that, but boy, I, I just feel like that's, that's, uh, an opportunity that as talented as Deshaun Watson is, um, he can have some of those games once in a while where he'll throw you the ball. Um, and uh, so I think the defense needs to be ready for those opportunities this week and take advantage of them. If they do, that could uh, make a significant difference uh, in being able to hold this Texans offense in check.
0: Yeah, I could actually, wag see this being the type of game where um, if – I've seen this this year from the Texans offense where when things start to go south, they continue going south, much like what happened to the Packers last week. So you gotta kinda nudge them that way, right? If you're the defense. Um I've seen the offensive line, particularly for the Texans. They're pretty good run uh run offensive line, uh, but but their pass blocking um at times they've really hung Deshaun Watson out uh to dry, uh I I find this season. So um, you know, they're they're an offensive line that can be special in bursts, But at the, at the same time, they, you know, they'll get those annoying false start penalties. Uh, they'll get a hold here and there. Uh, they'll have breakdowns, right? And they're not really playing as a cohesive unit all the time. Um, so I think that that's also something that we need to keep an eye on. Can we take advantage of that? Um, we've got Kenny Clark back for, you know, another week getting his, his sea legs under him. Um, and, and are we going to be able to um, maybe stop that run and, and, and then really take advantage uh, of the, uh, the breakdowns of this offensive line. Because, as you said, Wags, at times Deshaun Watson can throw the ball, uh, give the ball over in bunches. He can also beat you with his feet. So um, it's going to be a really interesting matchup here. Uh, I'm I'm looking for a big week from Zadarius. I'm hoping for one. We had a really poor effort, I thought, collectively as a defense pass rush last week. I think we only had four hits on the quarterback the entire game. We need to do a better job of that. I'm really looking at Preston Smith to to have a big game this week, or at least have some semblance of a game like he had last season. We've talked about it in the past, but at a certain point, we need Preston to be Preston from last year. Uh, He's one of my favorite players on this defense, but he hasn't really had his name called as much this season as we'd like. Um, I'm hoping that we can dial it up this week and then he can help apply some pressure as well. Um, And if we're able to do that and get Deshaun Watson out of his comfort zone lags, now we're talking. Because as you said, I think that um, they've got some talented receivers, but they don't have any of those game-changing receivers week to week here on this offense. Um, so if we're uh, able to really force Deshaun Watson out of the pocket, make him move a little bit, move side to side, I think that we can have some success. We can force some turnovers. And if that's the case, I think that our Packard offense is really going to be able to keep um, the pressure on the defense. Uh, uh, of the Texans and score some points. And um at that point, then Deshaun Watson's going to be in an all too familiar situation for himself, which means he's just sitting back in there in the pocket, chucking down a couple scores. And if we get him into that position, I think we're going to get some turnovers.
1: Yeah. And I think we're going to probably see a little bit more pressure this week. Um uh, Not, not so much because Deshaun Watson doesn't make good decisions with the football. I, I think he's a pretty smart quarterback and, and overall um, makes pretty good decision. I, I think more so the way I look at it is he's someone that's probably going to hurt you at some point, um, you know, and so you may as well take a couple of calculated risks uh, to try to see if you can uh, force some longer down and distance situations, uh, maybe, you know, force him to get rid of the ball a, a little bit, get him off his rhythm, as you said, uh, and because, uh, you know, he's, <laughs> he can just make some some crazy throws, uh, you know. So yeah. even if you play things almost perfectly, um, he he's still good enough to be to beat you uh, at times. So I, I think he just had to take a few calculated chances, and I expect that that might happen a little bit more mm-hmm. this week. You're so right about the defensive line and the outside linebacker core. Um, I said after in our recap of last week's game, as crazy as it sounds, uh, for. Uh, Uh, a game where you give up 38 points. Only 24 of them came from the defense and (laughs) our our front did not play their best game, as you said. So if, if we get a little bit more pressure on the quarterback this week um, and could continue what we were doing uh, with the secondary and, and with our, our guys in the inside linebacker position, I, I think we've gotten some really good production from that portion of the defense. The pass rush has been kind of come as come can, um And so we need some more consistency there, uh, and uh, a couple of the guys you called out i I think it starts with them and the leadership in that position group and in that room and and I expect to see them bounce back starting this week.
0: Wags, of all the position group, uh, players here, Deshaun Watson aside, are there any guys on, on the offense for the Texans that you think that Pettin's defense is going to key in on this week? Are there any guys where they're like, don't let, you know, player X beat you this week?
1: Yeah, I think that's a good question. Um, you know, you've got to always be mindful uh, of where Will Fuller is, is lined up mm-hmm. because, you know, he can, he can take her to the house in one place. Uh, we've seen that. So you you don't wanna get beat deep. Um, you know, especially uh with someone that that's really his primary um responsibility, I guess, or that's the primary threat that Will Philly brings to the the offensive side of the ball is is uh to be able to <laughs> to go deep, as they say. Um Brandon Cooks, you know, I don't think he's the player that he once was, but um he certainly is someone that also uh can Uh, Just because of the speed that he can bring coming across the middle, I I think they're going to definitely need to, you know, uh, be watching where he is, too, because it's tough. Um, I see what the Texans were kind of trying to do, not to give Bill O'Brien credit, but – Um, I think he just got these guys a couple years too late, personally, and and I don't know what they were doing with Hopkins. Uh, But that's neither here nor there. Um, You've got Fuller going deep, and you've got Brandon Cooks kind of running those slant routes or, you know, kind of those digs across the middle. Um, That can put some stress uh, on the defense. Uh, So uh, especially if Darnell Savage is unable to go, that's a guy that um, while I don't think – uh, you know, uh, not to pick on Darnell, he, he he hasn't quite had the season that I was hoping he'd have so far.
0: Um,
1: at the same time, the, the amount of speed that he brings to the field can be missed. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see how they account for those guys and um, and and what what the Packers try to take away from what the Texans are trying to do.
0: Yeah, and if he's unable to go, I think we see, uh, he being savage, I think we see a mix of of Redmond. But you know who else I could see out there is uh, Vernon Scott. I really like that young man out of TCU. Uh In limited time, he's shown some flashes. He was able to fill in for him. Uh, when Savage was hurt uh, a few weeks ago, and we needed a, a stop player, so just a guy to keep an eye on. Number 36, Wags. I know we've had a, a great history of safeties playing number, wearing number 36. I'm not expecting Vernon Scott to be uh, Leroy Butler or, or Nick Collins this week, but um, just a guy to keep an eye on. As somebody, if he has an opportunity to play this week, uh, I think that he might be able to earn some more playing time uh, in Savage's absence.
1: Yeah, and I think something else to keep an eye on. We t- talked about the outside linebackers in the pass rush, uh, defensive line. Uh, you mentioned Kenny Clark got his sea legs under him. Yeah. I think we might see a little bit more activity from Mister Kenny Clark this week. I, I just have a feeling. Um, you know, we've we've seen Zedarius get moved around quite a bit and in lineup, uh, even uh, on the defensive line, uh, right in the middle. Uh, so it'd be exciting to see. Uh, with an extra week of practice if uh, he and Kenny Clark can kind of do some stunts and wreak some havoc up the middle because that's something that would really cause some problems anytime you can get uh pass rush up the middle that makes it tough I mean I know Deshaun Watson can be pretty mobile and he's a big strong guy hard to bring down but uh, it's pretty hard to escape out of the pocket when it's coming up the middle because Mm -hmm. everything just starts to collapse. So I think uh, that's a real key for me is to see Kenny Clark. When he came off of injury last year, um uh, he was a little dinged up with his back. And when he started feeling, uh, a little healthier, that you could see how much of a difference that made for the Packers defense. Um, uh, so I expect and, and I'm hoping to see the same thing this week after getting Kenny Clark back last week, uh, to see him kind of get, uh, back to his usual ways, uh, and team up with Darius and some of these other, get Kinsey, Kinsey Piki, uh, some of these other guys to, start causing some
0: disruption and some problems up the middle. That's so true. That's so true. Wags, um, I, I, as we're talking, I'm looking at the weather for Sunday. It's going to be another hot one. I, I don't want to curse the Packers, but it's going to be 83 degrees again. I believe that's what it was last week in Tampa. So another hot one. Um, I guess the good news is the the Packers have already played in it this year, but it is a difference. I mean, do you think that the weather plays? Um, are they in a dome? I guess I don't even know. Uh, forgive my ignorance. I'm a Packer fan, not a Houston Texans fan. <laughs> they might actually be in a dome as I'm talking. I, I, I can't. Yeah, pretend. I
1: believe it's a retractable roof, so okay. I don't know if they'll leave that open or if they'll shut it. Um, I guess we'll find out, but. In any event, I don't think he can make any excuses uh, for the weather. Uh, they weren't ready last week. I, I don't think the weather had anything to do with it.
0: Uh, they've got to be ready to go no matter what the conditions are. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Any other players on the defensive side of the ball um, as we're wrapping up this assessment? Because I, I, I think that uh, – w- I think we're a better team on both sides of the ball, quite frankly, uh, overall, uh, this week, even with the struggles that this defense has had. Wags, I'm waiting for the defense to have a game where it's like, oh, that's, that's their potential. We haven't necessarily seen that yet this season, but I just gotta think that they're coming off a little pissed off after what happened to them last week.
1: Yeah, well, uh, no, not really. I mean, I think, uh, certainly, I like what our corners can do matchup wise. I think we've got the, the speed to really match up with uh, the receivers that they have. Yeah, they're familiar. Uh, they've got names, but um, honestly, uh, with what those guys have been doing this year uh, and with Ken, with uh, Kevin King, potentially coming back this week, uh, sprinkle a little bit extra pass rush. Uh, I think uh, I like our chances. I, I look, look, this Texans offense is a, Uh, very capable uh, of being explosive and putting up points. Uh, So do I think the defense is going to come out and shut them down? Uh, No, Uh, but um, I I think as long as they can keep things manageable um, and not let them really get going, uh, that's going to be the biggest thing and and hopefully be opportunistic, force a couple turnovers, uh, get a couple sacks and uh, some key third down situations. and, And that's really what you're looking for is just try to keep them um, you know, in a situation where they 're not marching up and down the field uh and then uh you know if they get some garbage time points and packers are are way ahead uh that would be uh fine with me, so be it uh as long as uh you know we kind of uh are taking care of business on both sides of the ball, doing what we need to do. Um, I think that, uh, we're in pretty good shape, uh, from a matchup position. So Dane, special teams wise, anything you want to call out there? I mean, I know we talked a little bit about Tyler Irvin. I, I guess there's probably not a whole lot to say, uh, from a special team standpoint, but anything that, uh, you're looking for, uh, from that portion of the game.
0: I just want Mason to keep swinging that leg and I'm, I want J.K. Scott to not have to swing that leg. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough.
1: Um, and, uh, you know, I would expect from, uh, a return man duty standpoint, it'll be similar to what we saw last week. I don't think the Packers are going to really try to force anything there. They, they've been really conservative, uh, even with Tyler Irvin and, uh, returning, returning kicks and punts. So, um, I think that'll continue regardless. Uh, so, um, okay. Very good. Uh, Dane, I think it's time to get into X factors. You, uh, it sounds like, have some some x-factors all dialed up so i will give you the honors and let you lead it off uh, on the x-factors this week
0: i appreciate it wags i gotta think that even if kevin king's back this week these soft tissue injuries make me a little nervous he might be a little more limited uh for for availability uh than you know other weeks so i'm actually going to say josh jackson is an x-factor this week he got a lot of playing time Last week, I thought that he started the game very strong. By the end, he had some struggles. I'm really hoping that uh, the young man's able to bounce back this week. I think he's going to see some more defensive packages. So uh, my X factor is Josh Jackson. If he can play good ball this week, um, I think that we're going to see some big gains uh, from this defense. They're going to be able to take some strides.
1: Yeah, uh, I love it. Uh, I'm going to go way out on a limb for my defensive X factor. Yes,
0: love uh, it. A- way
1: out on a limb because he's not even on the active roster right now. I'm gonna go with Kamal Martin. Look, I'm really reading the tea leaves on this one, Dan, I gotta admit, but I think uh that if he's ready to go and he gets activated this week, he's gonna be right out out, out there on the field. I just have a feeling uh just reading between the lines and I think uh he's someone that the Packers uh coaching staff are gonna be really excited to utilize right away I don't think they're going to limit him at all so and I look he was basically uh, one of the stars of camp on the defensive mm-hmm. side of the ball so I'm really excited uh, we didn't get any preseason games so we couldn't really get a look at what he was doing um, I, but I'm really excited to see him get out there and as coach Peton said uh, he might be uh, lined up with Chris Barnes and with Ty Summers. So, um, just giving another dimension to, uh, the Packers defense, uh, some, something perhaps that, uh, they missed. I think both Ty and, uh, Chris have filled in admirably, uh, since Christian Kirksey's gone down. Uh, but quite frankly, uh, you know, that's, that's just something that they probably missed a little bit. Um, from a, uh, both a physicality standpoint and a speed standpoint, um, uh, since Kirksey's gone down, and I think Kamal Martin could potentially bring that out, uh, to the Packers defense if he's ready to go this week.
0: Man, I'm excited about that prospect. I really am. I mean, it's gonna be, it's gonna be exciting to see that guy in there. And Greg, all of a sudden, a position that everybody was talking about, the Packers don't have depth at the inside linebacker position, um, all of a sudden we've got some guys that are showing that they can show up at the inside linebacker. So that's really exciting to think about. I would really love to see Kamal get out there. Um, offensively, do you have any X factors uh, in mind this week?
1: Yeah. So um, this might surprise you. We didn't talk about it at all in the preview, but I'm going to go with MBS. Uh, I yeah. think he is long overdue for one of those, long passes that I mentioned, and I think Aaron's going to hit him, um, and uh, we're going to get a long uh, catch and touchdown from MBS this week. Uh, so I, I think that's going to be something that could be a, a key in opening things up for this Packers offense this week. Um, so I am going to go with MBS as my offensive X Factor.
0: Do you think he's going to be uh, out there uh, similar to last week? I mean, he he was able to – um, you know, he was out there a, a fair amount. You never know what Devante, you know, what the different packages are going to look like, but do you think he's going to continue to get the amount of snaps he's been getting? I mean, I, I think he will personally, but just kind of curious if you think that volume will continue for him as well. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um,
1: mm-hmm. but I'm going to stick by my X Factor pick either way. I don't think he needs to get a ton of volume, uh, in order to to get a couple of deep catches. So, mm-hmm. um, I I think it depends. There's probably some better options. Malik Taylor's a better clearly they like him out there uh to run block. Um uh, so he's still gonna get a lot of uh of opportunities. Um I, I think Darius Shepard was mixed in a little bit. Um I uh EQ got his first action and uh looked uh pretty darn rusty, uh to be honest with yeah. you. So we'll we'll be interested to see what kind of work he gives this week. Um so the good news is is that uh, for as banged up as this Packer wide receiver group has been at times this year. Um, it seems like they've got a little bit more depth, uh, and, and I think there's gonna be a, a pretty good rotation of guys getting snapped behind Devontae. Um, but, um, for my money, um, it's MVS is the deep threat. Um, so I, 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 I'll just, uh, I'm just gonna stick with that. That's my gut, gut feeling and, and, uh, it would be nice to see him get loose.
0: Uh, on a, a long catcher or Um uh, yeah. So, Dane,
1: anyone that you had on the offensive side of the ball?
0: Wags, I mean, I'll be honest. I had two guys in mind, one of them you just said, which is great. We're on the same page this week, I think. Um, but uh, I'm going to go with Jay Sternberger. We talked about him at tight end position, uh, went to Texas A&M, uh, I don't know if there's any extra juice going back to the state you went to college in. Maybe, maybe not. But um with Tunyon being a little bit banged up, Mercedes Lewis being a little banged up, I'm expecting Sternberger and John Lovett to get a lot more snaps potentially than they had been in previous weeks. Uh Is this the week that Jace gets mixed in in the passing game a little bit more? Maybe, maybe not. I, I just got a gut feeling, Wags, that he's going to be – Um, He's going to, he's due for a game. I really think he is. I think that he's a talented young man. Um, So this is the week I'm calling it Jay Sternberger, the X factor, if he can get, and listen, I'm not saying wags two touchdowns. I'm saying if, if Sternberger can get mixed in, have 50, 60, 70 yards, a couple chain movers. I mean, that to me is a prime X factor candidate. And I think he's capable of doing it this
1: week. Yeah, I love it. Well, <laughs> 50, 60, 70 yards, uh, I believe that would be a career high, uh, any yeah, of those it would. for Jace. So, um, so you're right. If he has a career, career high in receiving yard, um, I, I, he doesn't need to score a touchdown to say, whoa, that was impactful or we haven't seen that yet. Um, and, uh, hopefully something that he could build out uh, from there. So I love that pick Dan. So prediction time, um, are you ready, or do you want me to leave this one off for
0: you, Dan? I, I I can go. I think you I think uh, you went first last week. I'll go first this week. Um, the Texans defense just can't stop the Packers offense this week. Uh, I think that a lot of people are jumping off the bandwagon after a rough week. Uh, the Packers, you know, and Aaron Rodgers looked mortal. Uh, Aaron Rodgers will not look mortal this week he's going to be phenomenal the Packers are going to keep scoring points the Texans are just going to be trying to keep up they're not going to be able to Um, I think the Packers run away with it Aaron Jones has a monster day talk about guys that are running away with it Aaron Jones is going to run away from this Texans defense Packers 41 Houston Texans 27 it might not even be that close Um, I think that we're going to see uh, Watson have a couple spectacular plays kind of those ESPN highlight plays potentially um, but it's going to be too little too late he's going to have to chuck the ball 40 plus times just to kind of stick around in the game I think that the Packers offense is too good against this Texans defense again Packers 41 Texans 27 I love it we're right on the same page
1: Um, I'm actually – I don't have the exact same score, but really darn close. Mm -hmm. Uh, Last time the Packers went down to Houston in 2012, Aaron Rodgers threw six touchdown passes. (laughs) Did uh, he? uh, I don't remember that. (laughs) (laughs) Three of them were to Jordy Nelson. So, uh, unfortunately, we didn't sign Jordy uh, to the team (laughs) this week. Uh, But uh, I think we can get a repeat performance, maybe not six touchdowns from Aaron, but um, I'm just going to stick the exact same score that they got in Houston – Last time in 2012, it just sounds right. They uh, were ahead 42-17 before winning that game, 42-24. I I like a similar uh, trajectory with this game, and I'm just going to stick with that as the score. Deja vu, history repeats itself. Packers go down to Houston. Roll, take care of business, uh, get right back on the right uh, side of things. And, um, uh, get out of there with a win. So, uh, Dane, I love your pick and I'm basically right there with you. Uh, yeah. I will say I, I think this defense gets a couple picks this week. I really do. Um, and I think they might even get a fumble recovery. I'm looking for this defense to get three turnovers this week. So that's going to be my little team prediction, uh, from the defense, three forced turnovers uh, from the defense uh, and that's gonna kind of swing things right in the Packers direction early on oh
0: man I love it I I'm I, I'm getting fired up already Wags it's Thursday can we just skip Friday and Saturday and get to meet on <laughs> Sunday let's play some football uh, man I want to get this bad taste out of my mouth
1: uh, for sure I love it yeah it's it's, uh, it's there's nothing worse than having a bye week Then having an awful performance and now having to wait a whole nother week, uh, we need to get back into things. And I think it happened starting this week against the Texans.
0: Good. Well, Legs, uh, I mean, I got to tell the folks, please, if you enjoy this, um, you know, rate us. Uh, tell your friends about it share us find us on Instagram uh Lombardi's Legends find us on Facebook and Twitter um call the Cheesehead Hotline 608-285-2128 again 608-285-2128 if you want to uh, weigh in um give predictions just uh tell us uh, what you're thinking about the team this year um we love doing this pod don't we love don't we wax Yeah, absolutely. So folks, <laughs> um it,
1: you know, let's be optimistic. I know there's a lot of negativity this week. Let's get that out of our heads. Let's get it out of our minds. Um, you know, don't worry. Uh it's all good. It was one game. Let's not uh blow things out of proportion here. Um take a breath um and uh let's just go out and enjoy some Packers football this week and I certainly hope and expect that uh, we'll be, get a, a big Packers win this week as well. So, um, I think that's just about wraps it up, Dane. Uh, let's, uh, just close it as we always do. Go pack, go. Go pack, go.